InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Nearly 90% of Americans believe it's important for families to gather each week for family meals. A recent study shows that positive results include healthier dining and better family relationships. A researcher shares ways families can fit shared meals into their busy schedules. With more, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Shannon Robson is an assistant professor in the Department of Behavioral Health and Nutrition and a principal investigator of the Energy Balance and Nutrition Laboratory at the University of Delaware. So, Dr. Robson, you led a recent study that examined eating together as a family. And before we get into your findings, how many families do eat together on a regular basis? That has great variability depending upon primarily the age of the children. We tend to see that families with preschool age children do eat together fairly frequently. And that does diminish a little bit over time, particularly as they get to the adolescent age range. Tell us a little bit about your study and exactly what you were looking at. This study used a systematic review and also meta-analyses to really look at both the direction and magnitude of exposure to family meals, so individuals who are actually having family meals and understanding the relationship to different dietary outcomes and then also family functioning outcomes. Yeah, let's touch on those, on on what you exactly found. First would be the nutritional effect of eating together as a family. Tell us about that. We know that family meals tend to improve the nutrition that individuals are eating. And what we looked across was eight different dietary variables. And the strongest findings really demonstrated that families who consumed more family meals together were consuming more fruits and vegetables and also had a higher overall diet quality. And we used something called the healthy eating index to be able to measure diet quality. And in this day and age, perhaps this is not as practical for people, but I'll ask the question anyway. Does this include eating out at restaurants together, or did your study primarily focus on just eating at home as a family? The majority of studies that have been published to date don't always differentiate to really provide that information, but typically it's thought of as eating at home. But we do need to really do some work to understand, is there a differential effect on eating together as a family at home versus eating away from home? And your second major finding in the study about family meals was related to family relationships. I'm sure that probably is just as important as the nutrition aspect, isn't it? Absolutely. We really see a much stronger effect, actually, when we look at the association between family meals and different family functioning outcomes, which include things like parent communication or family connectedness. And this is really important. We tend to see when individuals are having family meals together that there's actually a stronger connection or there's better communication among families. This study seems particularly important in this day and age of technology. I think parents these days almost all experience the times when everyone retreats to their own rooms or spaces with their phones or other screens. And probably a lot of parents wonder if that is a healthy thing. So based upon what you've learned in your study, what advice can you offer to parents? We would suggest to parents that they find the time to really come together and have a family meal. Typically, it would be recommended, hopefully without technology present, to allow for that family to strengthen their communication and check in with each other. We certainly would recommend taking that opportunity, whether it be at breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Any of those meals would be a great time to eat a family meal. 
Your study was funded by the FMI, which is a food industry association organization. Tell us how people can learn more. They have a movement, and it's called the Family Meals Movement. You can learn more about it at familymealsmovement.org. And essentially, they're really trying to move the idea of having individuals just have one more family meal per week. And this includes support of retailers, suppliers, and community collaborators. So it's something that if you're listening and you want to understand where you can learn more or suggestions on how to increase the number of family meals, you can go to familymealsmovement.org. Dr. Shannon Robson from the University of Delaware, thank you very much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That's it for another edition of InfoTrack, a weekly production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. If you'd like to learn more about our guests or topics, or listen to past shows, our web address is InfoTrackRadio.com. That's InfoTrackRadio.com. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pear.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.